0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining me on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as always, I am Michael Sherlock, your guide on this journey. Now, today is the first day of March Oh, I love the beginnings. I especially love March. It might be my birthday month. I'm just throwing that in, in there for anybody who wants to know. But it's also, as you know, the kickoff to a new series. And this month we are calling the magic of marketing. Da, 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 da. We're going to throw magic marketing pixie dust around and everybody is going to have sales that come out of it. Okay. That's not true. That's a lie. It's because marketing is not magic. Marketing is about strategy and execution. And my guest today is going to talk about this from so many different perspectives, especially ones that you want to know. He also happens to be a good friend and he also happens to be the sponsor for the month. So let me tell you, my guest today is the managing director of AND Marketing. Yes, you got that right. The word AND, marketing, but with the little, you know, AND sign. Simple. Look, it's a lot prettier. Raj Kapoor (laughs) strives to provide growing businesses unparalleled marketing strategy and execution services. Believe me, he knows what he's talking about. I've picked his brain more times than I can count. He's known for bringing the best of big company marketing strategies to growing companies without the... (laughs) excess baggage that all of us uh, would like to avoid. He has an incredible team of professionals and they act as an outsourced marketing department, or they can also augment an existing team. He has more than two decades, he says two decades, but I'm going to just say it's probably more than two decades of marketing, sales and strategy development. And he has spanned B2B, B2C, Fortune 50, mid mid-size and small companies, including ones like mine that Really, probably considered micro small. He has a proven track record of using analytics to drive action, which I never, I just like people to tell me the analytics and then I go from there. And he has an unrelenting focus on the customer. He does have a bias for practical implementation. And I'm going to say he's pretty good at talking with people, which he refers to as strong interpersonal skills. He is hands on as a leader, he's sought after as a facilitator, he's experienced as a marketing lecturer, and he has experience across five continents. That is- is such an incredible bio. And here we go. Welcoming today. He's like, I can't believe you you read everything on my darn bio. Raj, thank you for joining me today.
0: Michael, that was the best intro ever. I would love (laughs) to have you as my, as my corner gal punching, punching there, telling everybody about how great I am. You're hired. That's if you ever, if you ever needed a, a side gig, you can do that anytime you want to.
1: I am the female Ed McMahon, although there's probably many listeners who are like, I don't know who Ed McMahon is, but he was a was, but he was a great was, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> <You won. laughs> That's great. Raj, I gave the highlights, but... I know that from the first time I met you and we talked about what you do with and marketing, I was like, this is brilliant. And I know that you work a lot with big companies, but you also work, you found some incredible ways to work with businesses like mine. I mean, have really helped us to grow. Uh, we'll be able to talk about that, but you know, just from your perspective, tell us a little bit about you, tell us a little bit about and marketing and yep. how you help your clients to shock their potential.
0: Absolutely. So, so first of all, thank you so much for for having me on. This is a, Real pleasure. I'm, I'm not only a guest on your podcast, but I'm a listener and I love it. And I always learn uh, a ton of nuggets when I listen to it. So it's perfect. Uh, but but as, it, as it said in the bio, you know, I've got more than a couple of decades, more than a couple of decades. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, of I had experience. to throw that in there. <laughs> um, so before I started and marketing, most of my experience was in sales, marketing, and strategy at really big companies or for really big companies. And I really enjoyed that experience. I had a ton of awesome people in my life. I learned so much, worked on some amazing projects and all that kind of stuff. But I'm very glad that that's part of my past now. So <laughs> what I what I also picked up in all of that time was a humongous disdain for bureaucracy and politics and speed of decision making. So mm. the, the long story short is I, I love that experience. But about four years ago, uh, I left the corporate world and I decided to go out on my own and I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea what I wanted to be when I grew up. Uh, <laughs> and what I what I kind of fell back on was a few things. Number one is I wanted more control of my time and what I wanted to do. Uh, Number two, um, there's this thing called digital marketing that you may have heard of. And when you're a strategy professional working in Fortune 50 companies, you're not actually doing digital marketing. And it is the transformative trend of my lifetime in my profession. And so Mm -hmm. I very realistically said to myself, I gotta decide, I gotta make a change because I gotta learn that stuff. And then number three, Uh, Maybe I listened to too many podcasts and too many Gary Vee sorts of things, but I wanted to work with small businesses and entrepreneurs because they're not bureaucratic. They're not political. They're fast. That's why they win in the marketplace. That's why we win in the marketplace is because we can be smart and we can be flexible. So I wanted to really bring all of that together. And I didn't really know what to do. And so basically I left my job, didn't have another job. And I started working my network called everybody I knew who worked for a small or medium-sized business. Asked them for a coffee or for a lunch or all this but back when we could do that. Yeah. And I uh, and I and I just went on a listening tour of my network. And what I found out really quickly is that small business owners really, really needed help with marketing and in particular digital marketing. The marketing world is changing really fast. And it's really confusing if you don't have a background in marketing on knowing what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So very early on, I picked up some clients and figured out that I could help with the strategic work. That's my background. I could help with some some elements of marketing, but I could also use other people to go get some of that work done. And that's the core of the business. It was a few contractors, me working together, figuring it out. Uh, we did that for about six months. And very quickly I realized there's something bigger here. And it was all predicated on this, on this thought of, uh, and marketing could be an outsourced marketing department not just like an agency, not just a consultant, but really latch onto the department that small and growing businesses need. So that's really the roots of the business. And so that was about four years ago. It's amazing to, to believe it's, it's been four years, but now our team, about 15 people, we act as a marketing department and then our clients can use what they need, when they need it, with flexibility and as little drama as possible. Absolutely. So that's, great, right? and that's, that's the base part of the business
1: little drama as possible. And it's so true that, you know, especially with small, medium sized businesses, as you know, you need that marketing help, especially in digital marketing. It's, it's so vital, but very few of us know, understand it, know how to do it or experts at it, or even if we know a little bit more dangerous, the time, the time required to do that and to give it its due diligence is really challenging. Um, but at the same time, you, know, you, you look at businesses like mine and I'm like, okay, that's great, I'd love it. But Raj, how can I even afford you? Which is you know, some of the greatest discussions that we've had over the last couple of years since we've met is you know, how, do you, how do I, you know, and when I'm at a point where I'm scaling and growing my business. Um, and I know that you know, we have something really exciting to talk about about where you've you know, found a new niche Um, that has made a great, huge impact on my business in the last few months since we participated in in your program. Um, You know, as you love these people where you can be the outsourced marketing department, but what made you then also say, maybe I can help some more of those people like Michael, who when we first started talking, I just had two employees and was still doing everything um, to, to get to the next level.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So again, it's been 4 years and we've learned a ton and the pandemic has really uh, forced us to get a lot smarter just like it has any other business. So our big mm-hmm. our big pandemic pivot was really around what I call solopreneurs or one person marketing departments. And so what we found is this is a group of people, again, your business is a perfect example, Michael, is that you have all of the needs of an entire marketing department, but your budget doesn't allow for thousands of dollars. So so hiring me and hiring my team of professionals to come in, do all your social media posts, Mm -hmm. do all your content, do all your email and do all those types of things just is out of the question for a business of that scale. And there are a lot of extremely hardworking, very smart, very good professional solopreneurs and one-person marketing departments that just don't have the knowledge and the time. So our big pivot was to turn that whole model on its side and actually create an education program. So the program is called And Marketing U, you like university. Mm -hmm. And so the program is an education program. So it empowers solopreneurs, one-person marketing departments with all the knowledge that they need, all the tools that they need, and then coaching to help learn how to do that stuff themselves. The marketing industry does a horrible disservice of making things as confusing as possible. People like me create new terms every single day. Every day (laughs) you learn, every day you go on LinkedIn or onto some other tool and there's some new software you're supposed to download and a new thing you're supposed to use here. And it just becomes paralyzingly difficult to get work done, okay? The whole concept behind End Marketing you is we take our students, again, you're our student, Mm -hmm. And you come through a series of courses where you start with the basics of marketing strategy. So who is my target? What is their problem? How do I solve it? What makes me unique? All the way through content marketing, email marketing, social media, SEO, websites, all the way through that in a really nicely packed course where you learn everything you need A through Z. And every time you have a question, you have one source to go to. We can answer all of your questions. We'll give you a realistic perspective. We have no biases. We, we literally teach the tools that we use every single day with our clients.
1: So that's the basic you know, of model. So I am, obviously we were part, my company was part of your, um, you know, your kind of first round of that. And the, I'll tell you the one thing that I regret the most is that I didn't do it alongside of, of my director of marketing. And by the way, after this, I promoted her for marketing manager. To mar- director of marketing.
0: There you go. <laughs> like,
1: so she, results, good
0: results can happen. There you have them, right?
1: She did such an amazing job. And I know that I was, you know, we, we had a lot going on, but I'll tell you what, you know, I want to, I want to figure out how to get myself into it too, because I need to do it. I needed to do it with her. That would have been helpful. However, you know, for somebody listening out there going, Hey, I need this and I don't have the time to sit through it, but I do have a marketing person, you know, but they don't really know what they're doing I, that. What, what Lorna learned during those weeks just blew my mind and is still blowing my mind. Um, you know, the way she, uh, you know, really attacked our content calendar, you know, how to keep me on pace, you know, how to say, okay, Michael, here's what you need to be doing. Here's what I need to be doing. Here's what we as a team need to be doing. All of a sudden our game has upped so much. And I'll tell you one of the things that I didn't realize that we'd gain out of that is, um, is how many more LinkedIn followers on our business page Oh, wow. You know, we are getting them every week from all these other sources that um, because of the strategies that, that she is implementing and how she's connecting with people. And all of a sudden our followers, because she went right to where our target was in the right way, our followers are not only increasing, but their engagement is increasing. In fact, I just got like my Hootsuite thing. And I was like, look at the numbers, like 999% in a couple of categories. I'm like, how did that happen?
0: That's good. that's good. Those are honestly, those are the things that make my heart sing because that's why you put all this work and effort into creating new products and offerings is to have people like you guys give those experiences. So I, I love that. I love that example. I'm going to steal that example. I think it's phenomenal. So yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, please do. Please do because that that's just one element, you know, just one element of what we're doing. And next thing I know, she had us on medium.com and we got this going on. And she's like, what if other people on the team wrote some of the articles like you do or the blog? And I'm like, I'd never thought of that. That's brilliant. She's like, yeah, okay, I've already got it started. I'm like, I love you so much.
0: Well, we have to give some credit to Lorna here. She is fabulous. So she's really smart. She's really hardworking. She's an idea factory. So we really enjoyed having her in the program. So that's
1: great. She is. And that's that's the thing is that there's so many people before all this happened, as you and I have spoken a lot of times, you know, um, in fact, you I'll never forget. Thank you. You gave me such great advice many months ago. It's probably in the, before the pandemic. Um, but I was asking you something about my website and how you looked at how I, how it looked and everything. You gave me great advice, but one of the things you said really stuck with me. You're like, Michael, I think you take too long to make decisions. (laughs) And I'm like, how does he know me so well?
0: (laughs) Could be, I could have said that maybe at some point, maybe, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) What
1: is so true is sometimes, you know, you, you alluded to it earlier that something, it can be so overwhelming, especially for a solopreneur. To feel like I not only have to create content, I have to create courses. I have to be doing my own PR. I need to do social media. Oh, I better send a tweet. Oh, I better do this, and it can become so overwhelming that at times you just do nothing, because nothing is easier than doing something and being afraid you're doing the wrong thing.
0: Uh, absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll give another another testimonial that we got from uh, the program. Is that we work with a small business owner totally different industry different application, but the same program. Uh, This person was actually in the food industry and they were coming out with a new product and they needed to put together a marketing program for it so same course. And this individual said that for the first time since they had started their whole project, they finally felt like they had permission to not do certain things. Because Uh the way that we do it, we create a strategy and we say if anything is off this strategy say no. And that person internalized that by saying, I finally have permission that I don't have to worry about any new thing that comes across because everybody I talk to has a new piece of advice for me to go try this new thing or try this new software or go on that social media. It's like paralyzing and you're, you're describing death by tactics, right? You're going to, you're going to freak yourself out if you have to do every single thing all the time. And so giving yourself permission to have a clear strategy, set the foundation and then put blinders on and just execute against that. Now it's Mm -hmm. good. And I, I'm a huge advocate for, for education, but like it's got to be within some sort of a framework. So I'm I'm a huge fan of that idea.
1: Absolutely. And I think one of the things that also has been t- teaching me is that somewhere in the back of my brain, I kept thinking, I mean, I know we need to have a different strategy for Twitter than we do for our Facebook than we do for LinkedIn. I know that. Um, but And I also know that we hadn't maximized a couple of those. I think we're doing pretty well in some areas rechanged my focus for the beginning of 2021 in terms of how I do my personal LinkedIn. And so those things are really coming into play now nicely. But what I finally gave myself permission was, okay, so Facebook isn't doing great like right now, but it's not hurting. So who cares? Just keep doing it. Now let's fix LinkedIn and Twitter. And that's where we decided to kind of start until we get it you know, to the point where it's really rolling. And then then let's figure out how we're going to do the next thing so although we're still going to keep um, working on different elements it was a relief to say focus where you're going to get the most gain 100%. and then drive it till you have a system that works and then watch it to make sure it doesn't fall off the rails but then don't don't try and fix the whole thing at once it doesn't have to all be fixed not everything is broken but fix the things that are going to mean the most difference to your business and then get that sense where, okay, now I've got that. So Lorna's still looking at 10,000 things. My God, the, the girl's coming up with, the woman is coming up with things I can't even imagine. She's throwing them at me new every day. I'm like, how do you have time to sleep? But she's thinking about all those. I'm like, I'm gonna fix uh, Twitter and LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> that's good, that's good. It's a good balance. You guys have a good uh, a good thing going, keep it going.
1: So, you know, when you decided to make this pivot, I mean, obviously it's not a full pivot cause you're still serving your other clients as well. But I know that for many times that we've talked over the last couple of years, you know, you knew that there was this need within, you know, the solopreneurs, but you're like, look, honestly, I can't take them all on as clients the same way. What was the moment where you had that aha where you're like, wait, maybe I can meet that need. It's going
0: to sound ridiculous. So good. So as soon as you hear it, you're either, you either know exactly what I'm talking about or you have no idea. And it's Peloton. It's Peloton. That's Okay. <laughs> so, so are you a Peloton person by chance?
1: I want one so badly. Uh, my husband is like, we don't have room in our house and the only place it would fit would be here. And my ceiling's not tall enough. So I want, gotcha. one really bad, but I okay. think I know what you mean. You found clarity of mind.
0: Well, so, so what the Peloton does is it doesn't just give you a bike. It makes you part of a community. And so literally anybody who's in Peloton, it's almost like a cult where it's like a terrible joke at this point, right? Because people who are in Peloton, that's all they talk about. But what they Mm -hmm. do a masterful job of is a few things that we completely try to plagiarize as best we could. So number one, is they make you feel like you're part of something bigger, that's really empowering you to get better, Mm -hmm. right? There's a direct parallel to how we built the program. Number two, they have coaches, Right. So each of their coaches or their instructors, whatever they call them, have their own personalities, their own followings. They have, you know, the Matt Wilpers gang or the Kendall tool gang, and they create their little mini tribes around particular instructors. And they give you so much value that it's nothing to do with the bike. In fact, if you get the app, you don't even need the bike. You can do all of the other types of things. Uh, They have meditation. They have strength training. They have flexibility. They have so many other things that they offer that are basically available on demand whenever you need it. That's an exact parallel to the way we built the program, right? And they elevate their coaches. They almost create celebrities out of their coaches because they say, I want this person's class. Oh, I only go to her classes or his classes. And they do a masterful job of that. So we have about half a dozen coaches within the marketing U program, and we really elevate them as experts. So when we do a video, we have an expert who does email marketing, content marketing, we have a social media person. So like when you, when you have a question to ask and you need coaching you go to that person and you're getting a real expert you're not getting one person that's going to try to answer every single question you have i don't have every answer when it comes to marketing and i've been doing this a really long time i will yield the floor to the people on my team that are really smart at it and mm-hmm. you know sometimes you get it, i don't know so i think it, it's a great place to to, to think about it. it sounds ridiculous at first you laughed you should have laughed but like getting inspiration from outside sources of where these communities start to aggregate really is how we came up with it. And it just, it was just an idea I had last summer. And I thought if we really do a good job of delivering a tremendous amount of value, if we can, um, you know, really listen to what the user base needs and deliver that consistently, we're going to be successful. And I'm I'm just, I'm so happy and proud of what the team's effort has put forth in, in that area.
1: Well, as I was making notes, I was thinking about how that is so brilliant and so, so much of a a diversion from this account manager mindset, you know. So, so many times, you know, if you're going to have a resource like this, you get your account manager and that person may be good or not um, or they, you know, you, they may inspire you or not, but they're still only one person and the great ones, um, you know, will pull in other people, but you're still tied to that one account manager and your concept here is actually very much in line with what I see for my company a year from now. So you know that all my team is out of Kenya. And, um, and I love this obviously, I love it so much I started another company about it uh, to match Kenyans with other small businesses. But what I see at the end of 2021 for my business is I have one person fully uh, dedicated to our Facebook, who knows and lives and breathes Facebook and creates our community on Facebook. I have one person that's dedicated to LinkedIn, and they know and understand LinkedIn, and they drive it, and and I it it allows me the opportunity of that just because of the economy of scale of, of having of these people these these talented people out of Kenya, but I really want to have that kind of um, laser like attention to different parts of my business. I never would have thought of it before. Um, but there are ways to really, within all of our companies, find ways to get better at the pieces that make the difference to the business. Might not be having one-on-one, but really having, you know, having that understanding that you may not be the only person. Just because you're CEO of your company also doesn't mean that you're the only one who can and should do everything that your company does.
0: I, brilliant application. I, I would say the other thing that industries like MindFusion, maybe some of the some listeners. Uh, and viewers experience this as well, is that if you have an account manager mentality, then you're limited by that person's bandwidth, right? So if person X is my account manager, person X can only have so many accounts. And as soon Mm -hmm. as you run out of time, you have to go hire a person Y and then person Z. And And keeping quality, keeping consistency, Uh, making sure everything, the trains are running on time. It becomes so much more difficult when you're operating a business. So Mm -hmm. doing something where we're basically giving our best stuff away, literally on our webinars and on our course material, we're giving the same stuff that we're using every single day away as part of the program. It really empowers people and flips it on its head so that that person X can leverage their time so much better because they get to apply it in so many different ways.
1: I love it. Well, Raj, uh, we're going to take a moment to hear from our sponsor of the month, which happens to be AND Marketing. So we'll be right back. Listen carefully, everybody. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive and marketing U is a modern marketing course with all the tools education and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs at and marketing U, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week And Marketing U will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.andand-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. And we are back with my friend Raj Kapurav on AND Marketing. And we are talking about all of his incredible programs and how they really benefit not only small businesses, but solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. Uh, Heck, you know, there's probably a lot that you can do for a person in any business. Um, but what we really have been focusing a lot on is this uh, this program of and marketing university, which I know from our personal experience is fantastic. But let's just say somebody is listening today, and you know I've kind of got a mixed uh, audience, and so I was talking about marketing, about not maybe just only for your business, but for you also personally, because you know we can all learn lessons. So I've asked all I'm asking all my guests this month to share some top tips on how we can all be better at marketing, whether for ourselves or for our businesses, you know, um, what, what are your thoughts? What do you want to share with my people?
0: I would say, I'd say two or three things, uh, as top tips. So number one, and, and maybe I'll say this, this way, the biggest mistakes I see in the marketplace with growing businesses, let's just flip it around a little bit, right? What's the tip? So I would say number one, people don't tend to be very strategic. So be strategic is number one. And what strategic means is, in the example we gave before the the break, we really talked about the importance of setting a very clear foundation. So many people just fail to do that. That foundation is based on your uniqueness. So many small businesses don't know what makes them unique. Why do people buy from me? If you don't know what makes you unique, I assure you, the world does neither, right? So I think always being strategic, being very clear in your message about what makes you unique is number one. I would say number two is being grounded in some sort of data, right? It's uh, sometimes I experience smaller business owners kind of run away from data and numbers. If you take the time to understand it, you don't have to become a mathematician, but at least have some understanding of the impact of your activity in some sort of a metric, whether you're measuring leads, whether you're, whether you're measuring activity, website activity, SEO, whatever it is, whether it's customer data, market data, really understand the impact of what you're doing and how it fits in with larger trends in the world outside. Uh, and then the third mm-hmm. one, I think, is lack of coordination. And the example you gave about your yes. own business, I think, is, is a great example. Um, but really being coordinated in your execution and making sure the trains are all running in the same direction Um, Because quite often, Mm -hmm. even even in a one-person business, you sometimes have messages that are crossing over each other. Small businesses are notorious for not having coordinated approaches. I call it the magic of having everything written down in one place. That's your marketing calendar. And everybody should report to that one place all the time. What ends up happening with most marketing plans is that you create a marketing plan, you create it, it's beautiful, it gets approved, and then you never look at it again. That's not a good yeah. marketing plan. That marketing plan should be something that is in a live file that you're touching every week, if not every day, right? Because yeah. it's always changing. You're adding something, you're moving something, you thought of something else, something's changing in your marketplace. So be, being coordinated and taking the time for that. So I'd say just off the top of my head, those are probably the three tips that I could think of.
1: And I think that the idea of that, especially the last one, the coordination is something that has made a huge difference for us already. Like I was talking about Lorna, you know, giving us a true content calendar and we'd already been starting it in one way with the podcasts, you know, to going into these monthly themes, but where she took it, you know, where she said, okay, now we also need to have a theme for everything else we're doing for the month. They should be, they should complement each other, but not be completely on top of each other. Cause we want some variety want to hit, you know, different things. So what we've been doing is um, when we do a post or we, you know, have a, a you know, something that's, you know, m- more like the, the blog or um, articles I'm doing on LinkedIn, those types of things. After we do them, we, you know, we measure them against that calendar and then we're measuring the results, but I'm also like putting the links. So I don't ever forget them. You know, there's things that you put out there and you go, well, I don't even know where that is. If I have the link, I can always go back. And uh, it's like, I'm building this, um, you know, this amazing thing. And I realized. Um, I don't know why this just struck me, but I realized with something that I'm doing that has to do with our Friday live broadcast that that I'm doing this year is that I realized that what I have scheduled for the whole year can actually be a book. Yes, boom. (laughs) Boom, shakalaka. I'm like, oh my God, every Friday of the entire year, I have planned strategy for these live broadcasts that all build on each other. And they become, it's a book. How many times have I created content and I've never used it again? I've never capitalized on all that I've done at that moment. And just from not planning ahead or not following or executing and using something where not only can it help guide you but you can get a a look back and say, okay, what went well? What didn't? What will we do again? What wouldn't we do? um, And how can we use it in a different way or repurpose it for something you can use over and over again?
0: phenomenally good example. Yeah. The magic of having everything in one place. You actually think through it. Uh, the magic timeline, I think for small businesses is you should always be three to six months planned out. Right. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you have the blog written for the sixth month, but you should have a rough idea of what you're doing. You know, the next month is pretty tight. Two months later, pretty good. Three months is okay. And the longer, the further you go out, because the the speed of business today doesn't allow you to plan next September right now. No, don't do it. Right three to six months, keep that thing rolling and create a rhythm so you can see the big picture every time you look at it. And then you're looking at data, hopefully monthly and you continue yeah. to so I think it's a perfect example, I love, I love that. Uh, I love that application of, uh, of the importance of coordination.
1: Yeah, I do too. It's made a huge difference for us. And I know, um, I know that we're going to have all the contact information on the show notes. And we're going to talk also about people that might be interested in the program that you have, the Ann Marketing University. And I know that uh, if they use a little code, strangely enough, it's a code that says shock, but uh, <laughs> they can get a discount on participating. So tell us a little bit about though, uh, in case somebody wants to look this up right now, what's the best way for them to find you and figure out how to access some of the resources, including the Ann Marketing University?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and marketing you is at the URL, our base URL is and hyphen marketing.com and then forward slash you. So, and marketing.com forward slash you and that's the URL. And as you said, all of your listeners and everybody who's hearing this podcast and their friends can use the, use the code shock S H O C K and get 10% off any of those follow any of those
1: offers. Excellent. I highly, highly recommend it. And not just because I'm sucking up to you, but because we can tell the difference it has made in our company in such a short amount of time. And uh, it really took Lorna's skill set, which was already great to a whole new level. So Raj, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Last minute, I would say going back to that
0: uniqueness. um, What I would say is when you are looking to figure out how to grow your business, again, going back to the tips that I think about is the concept of breakthrough value. What is the breakthrough value that your customer, client, or whoever it is can get from you, but nowhere else, right? So quite often, small businesses get caught up in what they do and all these things, but it's like, what's the really amazing, not just the thing that somebody's going to pay me to do, But the thing I just can't get anywhere else, and I'm dying to tell people about, like, Michael, the examples you gave today about your experience, that warms my heart, but those are the breakthrough value ones. You could have gotten a course on, I don't know, some other place, you could have taken a marketing class at a university, but the idea that you got that experience, that level of quality was breakthrough value. So make sure that you understand the breakthrough value that you provide that people can't get anywhere else. That would be the tip I would leave for for your listeners.
1: I love it. And that I think that relates to somebody in their career as much as somebody building their business, because you got to know what your breakthrough value is if you're going to go apply for that promotion or a new job and be comfortable and confident, not cocky, but (laughs) but really believe it and know it and own it. Raj, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us. And I look forward to uh, seeing many more and more sessions with Ann Marketing, but as well as hopefully introducing our listeners to uh, all you have to offer. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Michael. It's, it's a real pleasure, and you, you're doing some great work. So thank you for all the, all the great things you bring to the world. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential Podcast. Learn more about us today at ShockYourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees at Sales Mixology why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.